Hi, I'm Sally Struthers. The war in Ukraine has impacted the lives of countless men, women, and children. If you're like me, you want to help, but you don't know how to. That's why I'm here to tell you about Save the Oligarchs. You know how expensive it can be to maintain one household. Now multiply that by 11 or more, then add several planes and yachts. The cost is hard to comprehend by poors like me and you. Thanks to crippling sanctions currently saving nuns of lives, Russian oligarchs are stranded and afraid for their assets. They're lying in high-thread count sheets in Monaco, Italy, the Urals, Malibu, New York, and the two nice parts of London. They live day to day, never knowing if the most recent room service will be their last. And their polo ponies are going unbrushed. You can help. For just $163 a day, less than the price of a quarter ounce of white pearl albino caviar, you can make a difference in their better lives, preferably in Bitcoin or other difficult-to-target cryptocurrencies. Your generosity could help put a much-needed smile on the face of a 20-something wife of a 60-something husband. And we promise a gift of any size will be toasted with a glass of Johnny Walker Blue. You can make a difference. Save the oligarchs. They'd do the same for you. (laughs) You're listening to Questionable Material with Jack and Brian. A mostly improvised podcast produced in New York by Jack Helmuth and Brian Sack. QMPodcast.com Logistics. Hi, I was wondering if I could get some help with um, some logistics. Yes, this is what we do. We do logistics. Well, the, yeah, great. Thanks. I was just wondering, you know, I need to throw a, a, a big uh, birthday party for a, 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 an 11-year-old. And okay. I was wondering if you could help with the logistics of that. So, yes, birthday party for 11-year-old boy or girl? Boy. Boy. 11-year-old boy. Well, of course, you need cake. Uh huh. And vodka. Uh-huh. <laughs> you need to something to cut the cake, this birthday cake. So you will need a spade. A spade. Yeah, standard lawn spade. Yeah, I feel like maybe our cultures are a little bit different with sort of the way we celebrate things. Well, do you celebrate the shelling civilians? Oh, uh, not particularly. Oh, how very Western of you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, my, my, my son is turning 11. and 11. Um, yeah, I just want to give him like a really sort of special party, but I want to make sure that it um, it's one that he'll remember. He deserves it after yes. a couple of years uh, of missing birthday parties because of COVID. Well, then what we like to do is, is called shock and awe. Shock and awe, oh, okay. Shock and awe of birthday parties. So your son is five years old. 11, uh uh-huh. He's now 11. That was so quick. It's this happens. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, maybe you didn't do a super good job of listening. Okay. So you need a birthday party for a boy who is 11, 11 years of age. So he's, he's almost a teenager. So he's ready to fight. I would think. So perhaps <laughs> no. you, you, no. you need to give him perhaps a, a little training, maybe a day couple hours or something, uh, give him weapon and show him, uh, point him in direction. No, no, I want to give him like train, like baseball training. He wants to play little league baseball, you know, in about a month and, and maybe like little league training. 
little league training. So we have you. How many people in this squadron? <laughs> On the team, it's about eleven or twelve kids. Eleven, twelve. So you need four rifles. Uh, let's see, maybe backpack to hold the ammunitions. If we give it to you, you need some expired rations, of course, for eating uh, <laughs> as you as you go about your invasion business. Uh, we will tell you kind of which directions to go and, and say, you know, good luck to you. Don't look back because if you do, you might see flashing of muzzles. <laughs> okay. I have a couple of questions. Why, yes. why are we aspiring to expired rations? Could, couldn't you please. at least, I mean, military rations have got to be pretty cheap and, and crummy anyway. Why must they be expired? We have big warehouse of, of rations. There's no point in making more. These these have, yes, expired in the 2015, perhaps. But, you know, it's still the same delicious taste of meat-like substance and cracker thing. And we have a packet of salt. So if you wish to eat some of this, you may. And then you have, of course, you can find water wherever. There's water everywhere in the world. It's very wet. Yeah. 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 Much of the globe is, is water. You're right. I'm going off the tracks. I'm uh, yeah, falling no, you off are. the bridge in the sense of, of, of talking. Yep. He will be 11 years of age and you will have party. And you say this, there will be five people at party. So you'll, yep. and you will need vodka and what? you will need uh, some paper plate. You will need one cake. You will need eight candles. You will need a plastic fork. Garden no. spade, uh, <laughs> perhaps a truck full of petrol. <laughs> Why? What's that for? I understood all the other stuff, whether I agreed with it or not. What's the truck full of petrol for? Well, you, you does your son's squadron of Little League, does he have uh, armor, tank, anything? No, it's it, ATC. No, it's, no, it's, it's the, the baseball bat division. Baseball bat. So does this take petrol? Because we have a big... Uh, truck filled with petrol and uh, you know we can send someone in a direction and see if they link up we don't know what to do with all this we have so many rations and gasoline and uh we you know we tell our tank friends go 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 and we'll follow up we'll see you later <laughs> but now i'm busy planning birthday party for a four-year-old girl and i'm excited for this but you need cake Okay, got, I got. I wrote down cake. Thank you so much. Well, you've been an enormous help. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, you know, since you brought up a, f a four-year-old girl, I, I actually have a daughter who is going to be turning. She's four now, and she'll be turning five in a month. What should I do for her birthday? I I suppose these hands are too small to hold rifle. I, yeah, probably. Does she have tricycle? She doesn't have one yet. Well, we will give her one and tell her the direction to go, and she can tell the armor division they have gone wrong way. <laughs> so my daughter has to take her tricycle and catch up to the armor division? Yes, they, they're easy to catch up with. They are out of gas. I sent it to birthday party. <laughs> hey, Brian. Hi, Jack. How are you? What's new in your life, buddy? You know, I'm feeling a little melancholy. I, you know, I, I know you are, I can tell from your tweets and, uh, from when we spoke at the very beginning, uh, right before we started recording that, that you're, you're a little blue. I'm a little blue. I'm a little, this, this whole invasion of Ukraine thing has really kind of 
soured my mood. My wife's as well. Of course, she's from Poland. So that that's mm -hmm. expected to happen. Her whole family's very upset. Because you, um, you guys were hoping Ukraine would fall faster? Yeah, they're Russian. They're Putin sympathizers. Um, <laughs> when I see all the footage, it's, you know, the everything looks familiar to me, like the, the architecture. Mm -hmm. The the language sounds familiar. Uh, the the people look like all the people. Like, yeah, I've been to Poland so many times. I mean, it's just very. It kind of really hits home. So it's um, not ideal. No. But yeah, no, I, no. I have been kind of very active on Twitter, just kind of just doing the. I'm actually I've, I've been talking to my wife about going to Poland. Really. And going to yeah, there's a there's a a guy a chef who she's familiar with has set up a food station on, on the Polish side near the border with Ukraine. And he's been feeding refugees. Wow. So we've been talking about that. My sons want to, you know, they just want to enlist to go to, to Ukraine. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're going to college and you are 15. Yeah. So, but, uh, they, wow. yeah, it's interesting, but so I, and they want to come with me if I go to Poland, but we might even work it into their spring break. They'll oh my Lord. Come, come and volunteer at a kitchen on the border. So um, that sounds like an interesting sort of family vacation. Uh, you know, I assume yeah. you've you've looked into it. I assume you've sort of looked into like the facilities and stuff. You know, why don't you talk us through, you know, what this, you know, family vacation is going to be like? Well, I mean, I would take the kids. Yep. Um, my wife would probably stay behind with the dog. Okay. Uh, but I'd be with the boys. We'd be in, in a town on the border. And, you know, you've got refugees, thousands streaming through. Mm-hmm. And they're hungry. Yep. You know, have you worked on a menu? Yep. Uh, beef stroganoff. Uh huh. <laughs> Russian dumplings. <laughs> Russian barsh. That's. <laughs> you know why? It seems insensitive. Why? Because I've made I made the stroganoff incredibly salty. Mm hmm. I made the dumplings uh, really unpalatable. Sure. I even put pebbles and stuff in them. <laughs> and, and, and the barsh is as sour as it gets. And the idea being, you know, they're, they're eating these Russian dishes and they're terrible and they feel better about themselves. They have I a mouthful of salty stroganoff and they think, oh yeah, Russia sucks. Our country's much better. And we know this I, because our cuisine is better. I think they know at this point that Russia sucks. <laughs> probably holding their dead uncle, probably <laughs> reinforce that. You know, again, I'm just doing the best I can do. Yeah, but maybe you should do a little bit better. I, I think I think maybe just feeding them food that would be edible because they, they probably just want to consume as much food as possible. I mean, that, that, it certainly looks like that, but they slow down as soon as they hit the salty stroganoff. It really <laughs> kind of sets them off. Yeah, I would think so. Then they're thirsty and they're looking for a bottle of water. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, of course. Of course they're thirsty. So then you guys provide water or whatever. If you've got the money, I've got the water. Wait, I did the, the math. Yeah. And it was actually, if I can sell a bottle of water for $7, uh, it made it worthwhile to send a whole shipping container. Oh, so it's like, it's like when you go to Staples and they have like the, the 30 pack of Poland Springs for like $4 and 80 cents. If I sell all this water and I'm sure I will, I will make a fortune. Uh, the shipping container is right there. It's, it says from Brian with love. <laughs> I have my 15 year old. He's standing at the door of the shipping container. I built him like a little, uh, like a counter. He wants to play shopkeeper. Uh, okay. And 
it's great. We, you know, we'll, we'll take cash. We'll take square, uh, air, Apple pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, we, he's, he's going to learn to barter. He's, I told him he can barter if he wants, but make sure to get mm-hmm. something good from it, like a watch or something of value. Uh-huh. I don't want any more linen. <laughs> I got so much linen. If you want linen, let me know. I've got a ton coming back. <laughs> no, that's great. That's a, that's a weird uh, exchange. Uh, yeah. Okay. So this is really just, you're just looking to unload water and, and become an American oligarch. Listen, I'm, I'm looking to help, but you know, help comes with a price. You know, I want to, I want to help these folks. I want to show my compassion. Well, it's, I mean, it's really, really nice. Um, you know, are you going to offer it? I mean, th- these are hungry, starving, war torn people. I mean, is there any other uh, things, you know, like uh, clothes or blank, anything else you can offer? Oh, well, as you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, I've written a couple of books. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's been a while. It's been, you know, the first one came out 15 years ago. Yeah. And, uh, the publisher made a lot of copies of it. <laughs> and so, you know, they, they gave them to me. There's, they, they finally, a couple of years ago, they're like, you deal with it. Okay. And so I just, I have another shipping container. <laughs> Says from Brian with love. And then, but next to Brian, it says the author in parentheses. <laughs> and I'm selling copies of my books. <laughs> You're setting up a, a stand to sell books to these people? You know, who, who knows how long they're going to be there and, and away from home. You know, they have, they, they want something to do, right? And you can only play so much Monopoly or Risk. So why not <laughs> dig into a book? <sighs> I, I guess so. I guess, you know, it, this started off where I had a, a different sort of opinion of, of what you were thinking about doing. Humanitarian stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, I guess so. I guess so. I'm all compassion, Jack, but compassion comes with a price. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian, don't drink coffee when I'm so Brianing, which is the signal what? to do another segment. And you take just, a big swig of coffee? Just wanted a little coffee, Jack. Don't. I'm so I, thirsty for coffee. Yeah, that's how those poor Ukrainians feel. And they're just going to have copies of the BS of A by Brian Sack. No, I was thinking in, in the event of my untimely demise. <laughs> don't you think that's a poor choice of book to give to these people? I don't think they can read the title. <laughs> well, then why hell are you giving it to them? Uh, there's a picture of my kids in it. <laughs> All right. Jeez. Are, are you done with your coffee? Now I am. Okay, great. I hope you're happy. I'm not happy. I, I wish we had, I wish the technology existed to uh, like just completely remove or almost edit this part out. Cause I'm really what? angry. What happened? Why are you angry? Uh, about your behavior, about not answering right away. Cause I was going to ask you about uh, going to see an Elton John concert. Yes. Do, do, am I remembering correctly that uh, since our last episode, you went to the Barclays center in Brooklyn and saw Elton John perform? Yes, I did. I went, I took my wife and my two kids. Or I, I should say my wife arranges. My wife took me and our two kids and we went and saw Elton John. And I'll tell you, okay. those boys did not want to go. <laughs> 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 really? They, That's really fun. Now they wanted to see Billy Joel when you guys went about 
two and a half years ago. They wanted to see yes. Billy, but not Elton. Yeah, for whatever. So yeah, my I got a text during the day uh, from the 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. And it was just, here it says, um, am I going to the Elton John thing? And I said, <laughs> yes, we all are. I don't even know who he is. Oh. I said, you'll know when you hear it. Awesome. 8 p.m. in Brooklyn. I cannot wait. <laughs> I said, you'll have memories. I don't even know who Elton John is. If it was like David Bowie or something, then I would. And I wow. said, singer man. He goes, I know he sings, but that's basically it. I said, you'll like it. Rocket man, Benny and the Jets. And he says, it's going to be, be like the Christmas concert, which we take him to the, it's called the Holiday Brass Concert at Lincoln Center. Uh-huh. Every Christmas, we take him there. They play all the classics. Like, you know, they had Doc uh, Johnson, what is it, you know, from the Tonight Show was playing one year. You know, Doc they play Severinsen. Christmas. So, uh, Doc Severinsen, sorry. <laughs> Doc, Doc Johnson. Johnson, I think, is pornographic, isn't it? Isn't it some kind of weird, isn't it like some dirty product, I think? I don't, probably. I feel like, um, I feel like we did a fake bit with a Doc Johnson something. Anyway. Oh, but maybe. Uh, so they, the kids hate that too. I mean, it's like, it's like 90 minutes of just Christmas classics. And it's like, I don't want to go. They hate it. Uh, he's like, you know, it's going to be like the Christmas concert. I'm not a concert person. I said, no, nah, it's crocodile rock Saturday night's all right for fighting the ballad of captain underpants meme wars, the PlayStation song raw. <laughs> and then he, then he basically just lays into me like, can you at least ask me next time you want to buy tickets for something? Blah, 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 blah. And I just, the fart song. And he's like, I'm not joking. I've heard of Elton John two times. So yeah, they, they, uh, this always happens. They, they hate something and then they, you know, grudgingly learn to like it. But yes, we went to Elton John. Uh, my wife got really good seats. Um, he, Elton John looks a little old, but I guess that's what happens to all of us. Sure. Um, but man, what a great concert. What a great show. That's really awesome. But, but you, you definitely said that he was, um, uh, he was he was hindered in the concert and, and really sort of showing his age in some really yeah. heartbreaking ways. Can you sort of like, you know, walk us through um, what the show was like, you know, from a really elderly Elton John? Yeah. So, I mean, everybody, the, the, everybody was sitting there in their seats and uh, waiting and then, you know, the lights slowly dim. Yeah. Cool. And and then in the you, and you just hear in the back, you just hear like click, 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 click. <laughs> Click, and then Elton comes out with, and a wa- he's got a walker and he's just slowly he's uh-huh. click, click, click. He's got tennis balls on the front. Yep. But the two, the back <laughs> click, the, the back two go click, 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 click. Uh-huh. And he gets his, he gets to the piano. How long does it take him to get to the piano? 35 minutes. Don't it you- was, yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, you know, but everybody's clapping, you're clapping and clapping and you really want him to get to the piano and get started. <laughs> Um, but we were all kind of rooting for him. And that at some yeah. point, you know, the security guard, you know, tried to help him and he just kind of waved him off with his non-arthritic hand. Sure. And, and, you know, makes him, and so we wait and he sits down and he's like, yeah, you know, cheering. And then he starts to play a song and, and you're trying to make it out, but he's only playing with one hand. Okay. Because <laughs> the other one's got crippling arthritis. So that's just kind of li- in his lap. Uh-huh. So it's like, you just hear, dee, 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 dee. And you're just like, and you could see everybody looking around trying to figure out what the song was. Right. Yeah. I I once went to a Bob Dole concert. Same, same thing. Same vibe, same energy. Uh, So it was a lot of, you know, so it was, it was basically like everybody and somebody in the audience would shout out what they thought the song was. (laughs) And then they'd be shushed by the audience because it's like, no, no, no. Somebody else would correct them. Uh, So it was a lot, it was a very, it was a lot of audience engagement. 
for a concert. Well, a lot of fun. Didn't you tell me that when the audience would scream, though, that Elton would lose his place? He would just get rattled and forget yeah, what he, he was doing. Yeah. I mean, we, we <laughs> heard um, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting took 45 minutes. <laughs> Because he would, you know, people were getting really into it, but then, you know, they'd shout and he'd just kind of pause and look at, and then he'd have to start all over again. Uh-huh. So at some point, you know, the re- the audience was basically focused on the audience, like looking around at everybody and just like shushing anybody who's about to scream. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it, was it, it, there was a moment where he um, invited a, a special guest onto the stage to join him in a song. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Yeah, so he's there and he, he goes in and, and, and with a lovely accent, you know, tonight, um, I've, I've got a dear, dear friend with me tonight. Um, oh. You're going to love it. You know him. I love him dearly. Please welcome George Michael. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And it was, and everybody just kind of looked around at one another like, <laughs> wait, he's, he's, he's not around. Right. And it's like, you know, kind of like, yeah. And so my kids looked at me and I, my, even my son was like, I think George Michael's dead. And I was like, yeah, he is. And, and people, and then you just see Elton kind of like looking towards the back of the stage and he just keeps looking back and he's waiting. And, um, and then at some point, uh, a security guy comes over to Elton and, uh, whispers in his ear and then Elton kind of waves him away with his non-arthritic hand and then just continues on. Oh boy. Uh, that's, that's sad. How long did he wait for, uh, how long? <laughs> How long did he wait for um, George Michael to show up? I would say 18 minutes. <laughs> okay. Whew. So that's about an hour of concert time with not very much with about one song played. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye Norma Jean was the third mm-hmm. song in the set. Okay. Uh, except he he forgot her name. <laughs> it was Goodbye Pretty Lady. Oh, Okay. Doesn't you know? It doesn't really. It doesn't work with the melody. Uh, goodbye, right. pretty lady. And it was, and, but mm-hmm. everybody kind of got the gist of it. And on the wow. screen, they they had a video of Marilyn Monroe playing. Sure. And so you, we all knew what he was singing about. Oh. As long as you know, he didn't, but we all knew. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that's right. And did he? Uh, was it true that you, he had some sort of tribute to Princess Diana during the show? Yes. Oh, that sounds very exciting. Tell me about Elton's tribute to Lady Di. Well, uh, the piano was on like a movable platform. Uh huh. Yeah. And actually, during the concert, it would slide from side to side on the stage because he and couldn't so really like, move much. That makes sense, right? And so his piano it turns and then mm-hmm. it goes it glides across the stage, and then at the end of the song, comes to an abrupt halt. Oh, and, and then. Two technicians come over, but they're wearing uh, like French security outfits and they lift up the piano lid and out pops Diana. <laughs> wait, wait, is it an actress within a Diana wig? No. What? Yeah. <laughs> out pops Diana. What? Apparently she's been kept in decent condition. So, so John's piano sort of catapults Lady Diana's corpse out of it and shows her to the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Yes. And to thunderous, uh, I wouldn't, it's not really applaud. What do you call it when people are like, oh, it's that sound. <laughs> yeah. 
Thunderous. So did all the air for a moment leave the Barclays Center where like for a second it felt like you were suffocating? Yes. <laughs> it felt like we, you know, the Russians had dropped a thermobaric weapon on us and sucked all the oxygen out of the room. That's right. Oh my gosh. Uh, and last thing, now I know, you know, I know that those sort of sweet tickets your wife got came with backstage passes. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. what was Elton like backstage? Uh, it's funny because he thought I was his grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They brought us in the back after the show um, for for pictures and stuff. And uh-huh. uh, we were standing there. They had us kind of penned up with all the other uh, celebrities. And um, and then, you know, they, <laughs> then he looked, Elton looked over and he's like, Grandpa Jim? And I just, I looked behind me and then I realized he was looking at me. Uh-huh. And so I did what anyone would do in my circumstance. I said, yes. <laughs> Elton, I'm so proud of you. And then we, we he welcomed me over. We took some photographs. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That what a special moment. Uh, last question. Backstage at a rock show is always sort of like, um, you know, one of the, the sexier, more sensational yeah. places that one could be because there's always that, you know, energy of, of having just finished a rock and roll show. But yep. then there are also sort of the groupies who are sort of back there. And, you know, yeah. can you, can you tell us what, you know, Elton was like uh, with the groupies back there? Yeah. There's so those, I, I walked this gauntlet of like 60 year old men <laughs> who, as I walked by, were kind of reach out, reaching out and touching me inappropriately. Uh-huh. Um, and, and then, you know, you see Elton, uh, goes over to his, uh, there's a table there. It's like, yep. cra- like they call it craft service. It's just filled with foods and things. And sure. but there's a, a thing there that says Elton's pills and his <laughs> post-show pills. And he pops that open. And I could, I recognized vitamin D. I don't know what the other ones were, uh-huh. but he took a bunch of those. Well, and when I was delicately molested by 60 year old men <laughs> and then, um, there was a hot lady there, very, oh, very attractive woman in a, in a red dress, very tight fitting red dress. Yeah. Uh, very, very pretty woman. And, you know, Elton, she, she got in close proximity to Elton as these, as these women tend to do. And, and he looked at her and then he, he turned to his friend and he's just like, do I like those? <laughs> and, and that, and then his friend was like, no, you don't. Uh, sad. Yeah. Like she was like a sad. waste. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I was like, I was like, are you serious? I just started screaming, are you serious? <laughs> she was very pretty. Yeah, I bet. Did you find out if she's into, you know, 50 something podcast hosts? I did. I asked her. Yeah. And what was the response? The, uh, she didn't, I, she didn't give me one. She just kind of, the, the way her eyes looked at me was very dismissive. Uh-huh. And I said that as she was walking away, I said, your eyes were very dismissive. <laughs> So I don't have the same cachet as, as a 74 year old pianist. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, I've got a 53 year old pianist. (laughs) And we'll close on that. Thanks for sharing, Brian. Thank you, Jack. Hey, Brian. Hello, Jack. You know, uh, you, uh, having a Polish wife, uh, mm-hmm. makes you a bit of an expert on, on Eastern European and, and sort of, and, and Russia, at least according yes. to the Biden administration. Would, would you say that's true? It, it absolutely does, Jack. I am an expert on Eastern Europe and Russia, or Russia, as we say in Russia. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't really see a difference, but that's fine. So um, you have been called in by the Biden administration to 
come up with new sort of punishments and sanctions for Russia. And I was mm -hmm. wondering if you could sort of talk to us about that a little bit, um, you know, because that sort of is a, obviously the biggest thing in the news. W would you mind sort of sharing some state secrets? Yeah, absolutely. Great. Thank you so much. So, um, you know, obviously there are economic sanctions and sort of restrictions on airspace and everything, but the, the fear is that that's not going to go far enough. Um, you know, I was wondering if you could tell us, I, I know there are some plans to really sort of, um, punish Vladimir Putin uh, sort of directly and really, really sort of hit him close to home in, mm -hmm. in nonviolent ways. W would you mind sort of uh, telling us about some of those plans to, to directly get Putin? Mm -hmm. I would love to. Go, good. <laughs> good. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, I mean, there are plenty of ways. I mean, obviously financial is, is a good way. Yeah. I mean, the best way would be to, to predator drone his ass. Sure. But that could trigger some problems. Yeah, I would say that's called, that's called an escalation in the department yeah. of defense business. <laughs> yeah, that would be. So we're not going to do that, but we are going to do certain things to really get our point across. Okay, good. So, um, like the, in the Marvel comics universe. Yeah. The MCU. Mm -hmm. Yep. They're introducing a new uh, superhero. Okay. And his name is, uh, Captain Putin's a twat. Ooh. Yeah. And his, his power is, uh, he uses sonic waves mm -hmm. that emit when he screams, Putin's a twat, uh, it actually can <laughs> knock things over. And like, in, in, you'll see like this amazing, you'll see even tanks, they flip over, flip upside down and crush the tank commander. Wow. Sticking out of the hatch. Yeah, it's great. Well, I mean, it sounds great, but is that, is that really going to rankle him? I mean, is, is he even going to see these, these movies by the time they develop and get released? Well, we're hoping that he'll go to the screening. We've already sent invitations. Uh, we've given him a presumptive date of uh, okay. June 2024. <laughs> and we're hoping he's going to go to that film and, and sit down there and want to, and then suddenly he's going to see Captain Putin's a twat and he's going to be very upset. And we're hoping he just stands up in a huff and storms out of the theater. Boy, that's great. You're going to save a lot of lives with that. That's the plan. That's really great. You know, I mean, it's better than committing missiles and, and things. Right. To, to, you know, have to look, you could either give the country weapons, uh, a gear supplies ahead of time before mm -hmm. being invaded, or you could go this route, sort of what we call the Hollywood route, which seems like a much better idea. Yep. Yeah. So that's one, one method. We're going to do it. Uh, another method is we're changing the flag of the United States. What? Yeah, it was been, it's about time. Well, I mean, certainly it's it's uh, colonial and uh, racist or whatever, but uh, why, why are we doing that? Well, to, to basically put it in his face. So the flag now is going to be Putin's head. <laughs> Underneath it says, weak ass ho. <laughs> what? That's the new flag of the United States of America. And think about it. That's going to be everywhere. All right. Whether our, our president's giving a speech and he's got the, the flag in the back with Putin's face and weak ass hoe underneath <laughs> in Russian as well. Oh, okay. Just, we want to get that point across. And yeah. I think of it on all the, on the back of all sorts of Jeeps, Yep. you know, yep. With, with their tire covers and <laughs> uh, at all embassies and, uh, and off the back of ships. That's really going to rankle that guy. Totally. L lapel pins on politicians. We're going to hurt his feelings in so many ways. Wow. That we think he will possibly 
reconsider uh, the the murder of civilians and uh, the invasion of a sovereign country. Right. I, well, I mean, that certainly makes sense. That seems like that has a chance. Okay, good, good on you guys. That's really great. Um, Thank you. Now, a lot of times, you know, there are two groups that you sort of target if you want to sort of um, get a country to sort of uh, change sort of internally among the people. And, you know, one of those two groups would be the youth, sort of like yes. the, that, that young energetic crowd, which which and certainly Russia, you know, has a, a lot of uh, youth who, you know, are more susceptible to sort of Western ideas. H- mm-hmm. How are we going to but how are we going to punish them to sort of turn put the pressure on Putin? Well, we're going to make they a lot of them play uh, Counter Strike. Okay. On the internet. Yep. So we're going to lag them. We're gonna, they're going to have some serious lag <sighs> when they're playing. And nothing's more upsetting than when you're, you're, you're running and you're, you're, you're trying to, to catch up with the enemy or whatever. And then suddenly your, your modem, your internet connection is just kind of jumpy. Oh, and the, the other guy just kind of is flickering all over the place. Super frustrating. So frustrating. And we're hoping lag will lead to regime change. <laughs> That's a position of the United States government. That is. That is a okay. new position we just took about 15 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. Yeah. I look forward to reading the news later. And now, you know, you're apparently you're going to hit Russia where it really hurts, which is in their discotheques. Uh, you know, how, how are you sort of uh, waging, a, you know, a war for the minds of the discotheques by sort of uh, punishing them? Well, you know, as you know, Madonna produced a, a video of her dancing and uh, giving Putin the finger. Yep. And, and comparing them to Hitler. Yep. And that's the only music Spotify is going to allow to stream in Russia. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. So we're going to upset their streaming. They're going to have one song to listen to from the West. Man. And it's going to be the Madonna, Madonna song. That's, that's really tough. It's, it's powerful. It's a powerful message. Yeah. Gosh, I'm not sure you really want to dance to that, though. No, that's the point. Some, We're hoping that the youth will stream out of the discotheques yep. in anger and overthrow the government. <laughs> because some 70-year-old uh, woman is shrieking at them and we're calling it a song. Yep. And, you know, the idea is these people look at one another and then just storm on over to the Kremlin, burst down the Kremlin doors, mm-hmm. and and drag that guy out of there. <laughs> If he's there. Okay. <laughs> Which he isn't. He's in a bunker in the Urals, but they don't know that. And that they're going to hopefully just trash the Kremlin. Okay. That's, uh, yeah. Okay. I guess I mean, that certainly is a message. It seems like they'll all get sort of uh, cut down in 30 seconds. Like they'll just get mowed down. You know, Russia does have a history of killing lots of dissidents yep. and civilians and everything else. So we've, we've factored that in. Okay. And as long as over 300,000 people storm out of these nightclubs in anger, <laughs> I think they'll, they'll definitely run out of ammunition <laughs> and we'll be able to get in there and, and turn over some desks, pull down some portraits, right? I mean, smash the bust of Yuri Andropov, you know, do some serious damage. Because and they're literally out of bullets. They're out of, yeah. Well, I mean, at some point they're going to be out of bullets and then the remaining, uh, frustrated uh, d- dancers and uh, club goers are going to, will stumble over the bodies of their mm-hmm. deceased comrades and storm the Kremlin, maybe beat up some security in the process. Wow. Well, that's definitely a, a hopeful plan. 
Yeah. And uh, we're hoping that uh, Vladimir will see this on his uh, security cameras back in his Urals retreat. Yep. And get, and, and become very upset. Yeah. So uh, what other things have you got, uh, you guys got brewing? What are the plans? Well, um, we want to cut him off from his favorite uh, shopping. Oh, like Amazon or something? No, Poison R Us. <laughs> it's a retail chain that sells the lethal toxins. And uh, he's, a, he's a star customer. It, it's his favorite place to go. He loves shopping there. God, we don't have one of those in Westchester. No, we don't. It's a, it's kind of a, an Eastern Europe thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's kind of a one-stop shop if you're looking to poison a rival. Uh-huh. And, uh, it, you know, he, he is a member of the Poisoner of the Month Club. <laughs> so we know that shutting that down means he can't use that card. All the points he's built up over the years. Ouch. Worthless. <gasps> Even though he's got thousands and thousands of points. Wow. Boy, you guys are not messing around. No, I mean, the time it's taken a while for us to get to this point. Uh, we kind of too much appeasement and not enough yeah. tisk tisk. Uh huh. Good. So we're at the tisk tisk point. <laughs> Good. Well, that sounds fabulous. Um, uh, oh, uh, you know, last question. Uh, everyone's talking about the Russian oligarchs. How yes. are you? Because that's, you know, the, 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 the multi, multi billionaires, those are some people who could actually internally put a little bit of pressure on Putin. What do you guys have planned to really sort of turn the oligarchs against Putin and this invasion? We're going to kill their children. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> no, there something just like funny you could do to their yachts or uh, something? We thought about that, but killing their kids would really send a message. Oh yeah. Yeah. Woo. Yep. I mean, there's one here in the city, New York City, with an $88 million apartment on Central Park. And, you know, 20 years old, you know, knock, knock, open the door, bang, bang. Um, <laughs> da uh, Daddy's so sad. Whew. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was thinking about, you know, like, uh, you know, giving all their uh, prostitutes syphilis. But y you you went a different way. I, 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 that's fine. Well, they, you know, these guys, they have yachts and airplanes. Yeah. So uh, what we're going to do is make traveling by private jet or by giant uh, mega yacht uncool. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's impossible. That, uh, okay. How are you going to do that? Uh, we're just going to have billboards and you'll just see a big private jet and it'll just say, not cool. <laughs> Fly commercial. And we're then you'll shame like them. Yeah, then you'll have like Jared from Subway on a big luxury yacht and saying like, this is the life. He's just, you'll have him on the front of a luxury yacht uh, with a child uh, kind of in the Titanic pose in front of him. And he'll say, you know, is this what you want? Yacht people. That, that's going to, you know, we're going to have a, a giant boat mm -hmm. and it's going to say mega, mega yacht question yep. mark for mega losers exclamation point. Ouch. You don't recover from that burn. Sort you of like don't. the Ukrainians don't recover from the burns of the bombs that the Russians are dropping on them. Right. On their nurseries and kindergartens and, and playgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going <sighs> to, we're going to hit them where it hurts. And the Man, ego. Hearts and minds. Although I, I think that children, the killing the children thing, as I think about it, probably will be more effective. Yeah. Let's just do that. <laughs> Jack. 
Yes, Brian. Uh, listen, there is a job opportunity for you if you are willing to work for TASS, the Russian news agency. Oh, um, yeah. I'd, sounds like a great idea because they are looking for, what? they need a, a kind of a westernized uh, American person to, to deliver their news. Uh, they, they don't think that their, their readers are getting through. They're looking for somebody, maybe it's you, who can represent and, and be an, an American voice for the truth coming out of Russia. Uh, you think you're up for the gig? Yeah, I mean, I, I do too. I, oh, okay. I'm going to send you the first script now. Okay. I, yeah, I guess I really want this gig. <laughs> it's, it, it pays a lot of rubles, Jack. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, okay. Then yes, I want it. Um, all right. It's coming your way. And so what they're looking for, they just want a, a newsreader who can get through the copy that's put in front of them constantly uh, and just to read it professionally. And, you know, this stuff's happening f spur of the moment. I mean, they're just printing this stuff. You, you're going to get a script. You're just going to read it onto the TV and get it out there to, to the, the population. Okay, I'm I'm ready. I just got the script. I obviously haven't read it. I've had no time. So no. yeah, let, let's do this thing. Just be professional newsreader, Jack. Take it away for TASS, the I'm Russian news worried. agency. Okay, mm -hmm. the Russian news agency. I'm also a little worried if I mess this up, I could my life could be in danger. It's quite probable. Okay, thanks for getting me into this. All right, no here we problem. go. <clears throat> Dateline Moscow. What is being called an invasion of Ukraine is, in fact, a military exercise gone awry. According to our patriotic and very strong bear wrestling president for life, Vladimir Putin. In an interview with U.S. Uh, at TASS news agency, Russia's super trustable news source, the handsome, testicularly endowed leader of this great nation, revealed that during routine military exercises, a foolish individual who supports opposition trader Alexei Navalny accidentally pressed the invasion button, triggering the incursion into the territory of the pretend country, Ukraine. Mr. Putin made sure to emphasize that Ukraine doesn't exist anyway, even though it has a flag and its own language. Therefore, the sudden and accidental presence of the Russian military can't be called an invasion, no matter what the decadent, homosexual-loving Western media says with their fake genitals and lesbian-making machines. This very truthful information was shouted, to our <laughs> was shouted to our intrepid reporter from across the president and not dictator's 74-foot oak desk. In addition to having the longest desk of any world leader, one of our virtuous President Putin's palaces has a sofa that is so long it can accommodate 23 young concubines lying in prone position. <laughs> However, our president wished to clarify that he's too busy leading this great country into the 20th century to waste his time sullying the pristine crotches of this nation's super hot virgins. The president, who has not squirreled away billions of the country's assets into overseas accounts, stated that he was genuinely sorry for this accidental invasion and wanted to make it up to Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky by sending him an I'm sorry floral arrangement and gift basket from 1-800-Flowers. All he will need to execute this delivery is President Zelensky's current address. Please immediately send it to uh, vladyshack at kremlin.gov.ru. Vladdy Shack. <laughs> weird. You wouldn't expect him to have kind of a fun email address, would you? No, not at all. It's sort of like, a, you know, I didn't necessarily consider him a cinephile or anything, but, uh, you know. You know, you have your classics that you saw back in the day and they just stick with you. You know, with Groundhog Day for me, maybe. Yeah, of course. It's a great, yeah. it's a great movie. No, um, another well, Bill Murray great. Well, oh, that's too bad. You, you kind of messed up that one. And was it uh, us, uh, us at TAS? Is that what you were trying to say? 
Yeah, uh, us at task. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> this is what <laughs> us at task. I feel like right. us may have been capitalized. A- anyway, I um, that's what happens entire, when you read something cold. That's right. Well, I'm going to send you another one to read cold. This is a, a, a second chance to okay. land a role as a newsreader for TASS, the okay, Russian TASS. news agency. Okay, I TASS. really want my. I really love uh, three fourths of my family, so I, I really want them to be okay. This is your TASS at hand. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm ready. Please count me down. All right. Three, two, one, TASS. Western media is at it again, fraudulently claiming that the glorious and brave men of Russian descent currently lowering Ukrainian buildings are an illegal occupying military force rather than what they truly are. Very heavily equipped landscapers. <laughs> Working under the banner of Ivan's Building Trimming Service, LLC. While bowel-sniffing Western lackeys continue to serve up a D-cup-sized brothel of lies that is a military incursion. I'm sorry, that this is a military incursion. Those of us living here in Russia with very limited access to the Internet know that Ivan's Building Trimming Service was in fact hired by Ukrainians to lower their buildings so that the general population could enjoy better views. Let us not forget that American streets are filled with homosexuals and furries who dance in rainbow suits and make provocative gestures. People are free to insult their leader without fear of punishment. Everyone has guns. Their largest cities are a tragic hellscape of crime and defecation, and they give free heroin to gender fluid children. It is for this reason that they try to divert the attention of their population by pretending that Yvonne's building trimming service is something other than the heaviest armored landscaping company in the world. However, the great nation of Russia remains unflustered. The bear will poop on the eagle and the eagle will die from the bear poop because of high <laughs> polonium contents. <laughs> Rest assured, Russia will continue to provide the highest quality landscaping services to all Ukrainian population centers. We will work tirelessly to ensure that all view obstructing administrative and residential uh, eyesores are lowered to ground level, dramatically improving the view for all remaining Ukrainians. This is our gift to you. Also, if anyone knows where uh, Volodymyr Zelensky is, we need to send him an invoice for our services. Please send his precise location to vladyshack at kremlin.gov.ru. I guess it's a big misunderstanding, right? Uh, The Western media is just full of lies. It's unbelievable. It's just a landscaping company. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, once you read it, it really starts to make sense. I, I can really sort of understand that you know uh we've been we've been the ones who've been fed the lies it's unbelievable you're thinking with our kind of free and open press and stuff you the these lies wouldn't get through okay i'm sending you I a mean, third script you and i have lived in new york city we know what it's like to have tall buildings blocking the view yeah it is ter- i mean i i wouldn't mind maybe a russian landscaping service to come in and lower some buildings over there so i could have a better view of the buildings beyond them <laughs> It really would help. Uh, I just got the third script and um, I'm ready. I I really want this one. I'm really starting to see their side of things. Uh, Uh Count me down, buddy. All right. Uh, What is it? I forgot. My Russian was so long ago. Go. The Kremlin reports that to celebrate the coming of spring, they will be imposing what we here at TASS like to call Marshall Law. You you know, it's TASS, right? TASS. I, I I don't know that. 
It's the TAS news agency. You're trying to land a job with them. TAS, right. Okay, TAS. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm just going to start it over. Yeah, sure. And you'll edit it out. Great. I really appreciate it. No, I won't. The, the Kremlin reports that to celebrate the coming of spring, they will be imposing what we here at TAS like to call martial law. That's like martial law, but different because it's spring themed. To those who were around in 1991, you may remember how that goes. It's just a way for us to celebrate the coming of spring by refraining from saying anything that might land you in jail for 15 years. Also, please don't try and exit the country at the moment because we'd like you to enjoy the coming of spring right here in Mother Russia and not somewhere else where your views might be tainted by the fabrications and liars in Western media. Let's not forget, they want to make us look bad and they drink high fructose corn syrup by the gallon and let biological men swim on women's teams. Oh, by the way, during March ill law, you might notice some of your favorite websites are inaccessible. That's because they're being retooled to give you a better user experience. If they reopen later, don't worry, you'll be able to get your facts from your favorite state media channels. Also, because we want you to enjoy the coming of spring to the fullest, please look out your window and take it all in. But please remember not to gather in public uh, in groups of more than one person. <laughs> Because that's an illegal assembly. Why don't you and your friends, uh, we don't want you, we don't want you and your friends to accidentally trample a sprouting dandelion. Also, please remember that in honor of spring, if you carry a placard of any kind, one of our well-trained security professionals will immediately buy it from you for eight baton blows. <laughs> our martial law spring celebration will continue as long as deemed necessary. So please don't make the mistake of thinking it's over until you're told in no uncertain terms that it's over. It's our way of saying thanks for being a citizen. Speaking of citizens, we'd love to offer honorary citizenship to Vladimir Zelensky. If you know his whereabouts, let us know and we'll send you a complimentary Russian passport via air. <laughs> Email us at vladyshack at kremlin.gov.ru. Hmm. Uh, yet, as they say, you know, it's just. Uh, uh, no, I don't speak the language. It's just no. It's a shame. No, come on. Yeah. Uh, you know, <sighs> it's, listen, it's your first time reading state written media. It's, it can be tricky. Oh, this is funny. I've got the little red dot on my chest. Huh. And Ukrainian colors on your sweatshirt. I do. What could possibly go? Jack? That sucks. Review us and all that. That was Questionable Material with Jack and Brian. Subscribe on any podcast platform. Watch our clips on YouTube. Visit us at qmpodcast.com. 